How well do you handle disappointment? Disappointment, it's certainly a fact. There will always be disappointment in life. The most important question is, how do you respond when you experience those shocks, those hurts, and those sometimes soul-draining, devastating events? Do you collapse? Feel like a victim? Decide it's too much to bear? Or do you experience the frustration and the pain, acknowledge it's at real, without covering it over with false humor or a stiff upper lip? Proceed to live your life and all that's required by, by the issue you're facing that disappoints you, and not be done in by the pain of your life. Hi, I'm Judith Shervin. And I'm Jim Snikowski. If you're just joining us, we're a married psychology team, meaning we both have PhDs in psychology and we're married to each other since 1988. And our deep commitment, our deepest commitment, is in helping you and as many people as possible in overcoming the fear of being fabulous. So after you finish listening to this podcast, make sure you are subscribed and then begin listening from the beginning to get the full impact of our podcast collection, Overcoming the Fear of Being Fabulous, with much more to come. And of course, we'd love you to leave a review. You go to overcomingthefearofbeingfabulous.com forward slash podcast with a lowercase p. Make sure the p in podcast after the slash is lowercase, otherwise you won't get there. And be sure to tell your friends that they need to start listening to our podcast because it will help them overcome the fear of being fabulous as well. Now, back to disappointment. Why? Well, because how you respond to being disappointed is either a recipe for gratitude and a life well lived, or what we're concerned about is a deeply contaminated recipe for bitterness and the chronic experience of defeat, no matter the actual realities of your current life. So take a moment and answer these questions. How do you respond when you're not invited to a friend's get-together and you don't know why? Next question is, what do you feel when you get a ticket for parking illegally or parking overtime and you run out the meter? And here's another one. When you put in a great deal of effort into a project and then it doesn't live up to your expectation, how do you feel? And here's a biggie. What if you buy a new car? A car you've been waiting and wanting for quite some time. And in the very first week, someone, some jerk, runs a red light and crashes into you. You're okay, other than some whiplash, but your car will never be the same. No matter the magic of the car restoration people, it'll never again bring the joy of that pristine perfection that you've desired for years. The reason we ask you such a broad sweep of questions from parking ticket to serious damage on your dream car is that most people never analyze how they respond to loss and therefore the inevitable disappointments in life. The issue of feeling fabulous in who you are 
versus wallowing in disappointment and defeat, this issue significantly affects how you respond to disappointment. And let me just add here that if you have listened to podcast number two, you know that Jim had a mild stroke. It was back in 2016 and it affected his speech. So it is a triumph that Jim is doing podcasts with me and he does not wallow in defeat about it. He has continued on. So that's why we are stressing how important it is to not wallow in disappointment. Because if you do, your identity center, it's contaminated by self-doubt, insecurity, fear of loss, and negative judgment about your value. And their life's disappointments feel just like more aggravation and even disaster and personal defeat. But when you are in command of your value, how you are truly fabulous as you really are, then disappointments land on a solid core of your identity. As painful events in life that are normal and to some degree to be expected. But they are not devastating. And you do not feel like a victim or hopeless. Yes, you feel disappointed, no doubt, at not receiving an invitation to your friend's get-together. But you are not a victim. So you can either decide that the event wasn't meant to include you or to call your friend and find out the reason, which could be nothing more than his email got lost in Techie Land. Right, <laughs> you know, Techie Land. Those little tech gremlins are after you all the time, I think. Well, that's me. I'm not so techie. Right. But when you get a parking ticket, of course you're annoyed. But you take responsibility for not reading the parking sign or misreading it, as I have done, or deciding to take your chances anyway for whatever reason. And you pay the fine, and then you forget about it. When a project you've put a great deal into doesn't play out the way you expected or imagined, you, you must honor the disappointment. Sure, it feels crummy, maybe even lousy, but you don't take it personally. The project is not you, nor is the outcome a reflection of your value. You know that you gave your best, and that's all you can do. Right, exactly. And when your brand new dream car gets bashed in by a reckless, perhaps drunk driver, of course you feel the pain of loss. Of course you're in shock. Of course you're horrified about it. And then, after a while, you remind yourself that you could have been killed or crippled or maimed in some terrible way. And you weren't. So you honor your grief at losing the perfection of your new car and you go forward reminding yourself daily that you are grateful to be alive and whole. Now we want to be absolutely clear that what we have just outlined are only example they are meant to be descriptive, not the only way a mature adult responds in these types of situations. Right. They're intended to paint a picture of potential responses that make it clear that when you have a strong sense of self, you do not have to be done in by life's disappointments. You are still in possession of your own deep, 
personal value. And that's critical. You are still in possession of your own deep personal value. Right. Then life isn't dependent solely on positive events and outcomes. And you need not take it personally when you have to face into less than optimal events and results. So take a moment to review your relationship with disappointment. Are you able to remain in a relatively steady state, firm in your awareness and acceptance of the realities we all face here on planet Earth? Or are you rocked off your socks, thrown into emotional meltdown when things don't go well? Please pay attention. The ability to remain relatively steady indicates that your identity is grounded in the reality of being who you are and being alive on this planet as it is. Exactly. And being alive as you really are, fabulously, uniquely, you. But when you are done in by disappointment or loss, then we ask you to consider doing the inner work of more fully owning who you are. Change your life by changing your inner identity. This isn't just theory. We've both done it. Yes, both Jim and I have worked to overcome our fear of being fabulous, and we have helped thousands of people change their lives by claiming, claiming their rightful identity. And you can too. And you know what? You'll be glad you did. Yes. All right. Until next time.